You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Alexander, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. I got home and I was like, Jesus is Lord. I will never, Pastor Alfred said, I will not see battles the same way. And what I did when I got home, uh, Elder Edith here said to me, she said, I'm ready for another battle. That's what she said. I'm ready for another battle. And when I got home, I decided that I was not going to wait for the battle to come to me. I decided that I was going to take the battle to the enemy. Do you know what it's like when you realize, when you've caught a revelation, that whenever you win a battle, you have spoils. If you are in need of spoils, look for battles. <laughs> if your pastor Sam says, my father in law he says that it's not enough for you to prepare for war. He says you can prepare war and take it to the camp of the enemy. After that message on Friday, I was cooking all kinds of wars. <laughs> I was cooking all kinds of battles. I was remembering some of the battles, some of the things the enemy had brought where it seemed it was a bit quiet. I said, you're quiet now. (laughs) Uh, Wake up. There are some things I need. I need to take over certain things. Don't be quiet. I prepared war and I took it to the enemy's camp. So all I can say is watch out. Look out for my spoils. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, the Lord was speaking to me, and I'm going to speak to us on subduing kingdoms because we're talking kingdom invasion. But something the Lord spoke to me, which is so clear, and I want to communicate that to you, is that before you can go out and invade territories here and take over kingdoms, you need to be invaded yourself. You need to be consumed with the kingdom for you to go out and manifest the kingdom. If you are not consumed, if the kingdom is not your passion, if the things of the spirit is not your passion, if you are casual about the kingdom, Do you know that we can talk about kingdom invasion from now till kingdom come and nothing is going to happen? Because it takes you as a king to take over territories. But if you are not consumed by the kingdom, I don't know how you're going to take the territories. And so sometimes it becomes very obvious to me (laughs) When you look at people and you know, they're not in this thing. They, They haven't gotten into it. Their meat is not to do the will of him that sent them. Their strongest desire is not the kingdom. When you see people sometimes, you see how casual they are about God and about his kingdom and yet we are people that are supposed to take over territories. Before you can take over a territory, I need you to know that you need to be consumed. 
Pastor Sam says, when he preaches sometimes, say, this is not a preaching sermon. This is a prayer meeting. So I want you to know that today is a prayer meeting. And so because first and foremost, you know, you are going and you're going to invade territories. You're going to go out there and you're going to say, Alex, every kingdom, every ruler that has been reigning in this place, I take over. I subdue you. Before we are able to do that, you need to say, Lord, consume me. Saturate me. Fill me to overflow. Cause me to desire what you desire. Cause me to be consumed by your kingdom. Cause me to be driven by the things of your kingdom. Cause me to wake up when I wake up in the morning. Let me think kingdom. When I step out, let me think kingdom. I was in Somerset West some time ago and we were speaking kingdom. And I said, you know, when you arrive in a place, you need to be able to say the kingdom of heaven is here. And it is you that arrived. Pastor Alfred, you arrived in a place and you dare to announce that the kingdom has arrived. And some people might think, who do you think you are? But do you know, not everybody can make that announcement. Because you need to be a carrier of the kingdom. You need to be so consumed by the kingdom that when you arrive in a place, you can announce and say, the kingdom is here. And so when the kingdom is here, it means everything that is contrary to righteousness has to set to sit down. Amen. Everything that is contrary to peace, when you come into a place, hallelujah, you come into a place where everything is upside down. You arrive and you announce the kingdom is here. You come into a place where there is no joy. You come into a place where things are not working. You can say the kingdom is here. But how can you say the kingdom is here if you are not consumed by the kingdom? I have a feeling today that there's some weeping we're going to do to display certain kingdoms. John chapter 2 verse 13. John 2. Okay, I'm going to read from here. From 13 to 17, we'll read. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves. And the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords. He drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. And verse 17, can we read that together? 
Then his disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for the house of the Lord has eaten me up. Zeal for your house has eaten me up. Read it again. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house has eaten me up. When the zeal of the house of the Lord begins to eat you up, there are certain things you begin to drive out. Now listen, this was even in the temple. You will come to the place where you've been consumed and the zeal of the Lord, the zeal of his kingdom has consumed you that when you see what is contrary, when you see what should not be, when you see what is looking out of place, you can begin to whip it out. And when you begin to say you are not supposed to be here, you have no part in this place, then we can say, oh, it's true. It has been written about her. The zeal of the house of the Lord has consumed her. But when children of God, when you see things going as it's not supposed to go, how many times have you watched things happen anyhow? How many times have you seen things going upside down, looking ugly, looking out of place, and you folded your hand, and you sat down, and you did not say anything about it? How many times has the enemy come to trade in your life? Buying and selling as he likes. Toying with your destiny as he likes. And you sit down and you feel, I'm helpless. I don't really know how to handle this. Uh, I think the problem is the fact that there's no zeal. Because when the zeal of the Lord comes upon you, when the zeal of his kingdom comes upon you, when you see a kingdom that is contrary, you will rise up and you will bring out your whip. Hallelujah. I'm not talking physical whips because you know there's some places, there's some churches, you know, where they will whip the living daylight out of you. Just to usher in or drive out the wrong spirit and usher in the right spirit. I don't, I'm not talking of those kind of weeping. Yeah? <laughs> but when you become uncomfortable, because you see, the thing is, children of God, we have become comfortable with what we should be uncomfortable about. We've become complacent about things that should make us agitated, things that should make us jump up, things that should make us say, what is going on here? I'm speaking to people who have been in the same position for a long time. And you have not moved from that position because there's no zeal. There's no zeal to move. There's no zeal to bring about a change. You are okay where you have been for a long time. You are okay with the kingdom that has been ruling and reigning. It is time for you to be consumed by the zeal of the Lord. I told you it's a prayer meeting. One minute. I want you to cry out to the Lord. Consume me, oh God. Consume me with your zeal. Come on, lift up your voice. One minute, I want you to pray. Consume me, oh God. I'm tired of complacency. I'm tired of remaining in this position. I am tired of being comfortable where the enemy is ruling and reigning. Consume me, oh God. Consume me.
O God, let the zeal of your house consume me. In the name of Jesus, consume me, O God. Consume me, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Saturate me anew. Saturate me. Fill me to overflow. Saturate me, O God. Consume me, O God. Set me on fire. Let your zeal consume me. That I will be full, O God, of kingdom agenda. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. And I give you glory. Amen. You may be seated. You know, you've heard of suicide bombers. Hey. How is it that a human being like you and I will get up, my sister, strap himself, and decide that I'm going somewhere to explode? I'm going somewhere to explode and my explosion is going to affect many lives. Do you know what causes a person like that to do a thing like that? To rise up and strap himself and say, I am going to explode and my explode. It doesn't explode in private. I'm going to explode and when I explode, it's going to affect negatively, negatively. Those that are around me, it is zeal. He is consumed with his agenda, the agenda of his kingdom. You know, he comes from a kingdom. He is consumed with that agenda. Now I am thinking of you and I, if we can be so consumed by the kingdom, we will be like that person, like that man who strapped himself up. And went into a place and exploded. And when he exploded, lives were affected. I believe that God is looking out for people in this place who will be so consumed by the agenda of heaven, by the agenda of the kingdom, that when they step out into a place, they explode. They explode. Listen. You can explode, my dear. Are you following? The explosion is not reserved for Sally. What's your name? Okay. It's not, it's not reserved for one person. If today you can decide and say, I also want to be consumed. I want to be so saturated and so full that I can explode wherever I go. You will just be exploding. I want to explode everywhere I go. Amen. I don't want to get to a place and no, don't make any impact. Listen to me. When I came into this place, I was saying the kingdom of heaven is here. And I know beyond the doubt, it doesn't matter what your faces look like. It doesn't matter whether you are smiling or you are frowning or whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is that the kingdom of darkness knows that I am here. They know that I'm here and they know and I have frozen their activities because when I came in here, I brought in a different kingdom. And every other kingdom has to be subdued. Explode where God sends you. I'm talking of subduing kingdoms. Am I there yet? We're getting there. 
When you think kingdom, you're thinking a king's domain. Amen. A king's domain. His reign. His rule. <laughs> Let's look at Matthew 16. 18 and 19. Matthew 16. I believe God in this house that you will be so saturated. And listen to me. The saturation started even on Friday. It already started. I told you it started to the point where I went out of this place and I started to prepare war. You can be so saturated that you're looking for where to explode. You're looking for where to go and explode. Whether it is in school, wherever. Whether it's at work, you go and explode. You can be that saturated. And also, I, and I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Keep going. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He says, I will give you what? I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Now, you may be thinking, maybe it's a physical whatever key, like I've picked up this key. That key is in your mouth. He says, when you, whatever you bind is bound. So stop looking for any physical, oh Lord, I don't have a key yet. The key is in your mouth. Open it, bind, and it's bound. Listen to me. When, when you open your mouth, you are using your key to shut. When you lock a door, it's locked, isn't it, with a normal key? But with your own lips, you can bind, you can lock the door to the enemy and the door will be locked and where he you where you need to unlock the door because you have the keys to the kingdom you can speak and you can say in the name of jesus i open the doors that need to be opened are you here this morning there is no one here there is no one here that cannot unlock and lock there is no one here. If you have received the keys to the kingdom, you can unlock and you can lock. You don't need to wait for any special service. Just bind and it's bound. Shut the door and it's shut. Open the door and it's open. You know, something happened on Friday. I'm Pastor Von Guy and Pastor Alfred, I don't know if you remember. When the service was over and we were leaving... And we got to that door, the other door. <laughs> and, and Pastor looked and said, oh, it's locked. So immediately, he wanted to look for another exit. And while he was, he says it's locked and he turned, Pastor Bongai went and unlocked the door. And I turned and I said to him, it's her place. She can lock and unlock. Are you hearing me? It is her domain. It is her territory. So she can lock the door. And when it's time to unlock it, she can unlock it. Because it's her territory. Because it's her domain. So when the door, when she said, turned, I, I turned to him, I said, it's her place. 
is her place. She can lock it. She can unlock it. She can do as she pleases because it's her territory. Because it's her domain. You have been given keys. What are you doing with the keys? Are you using your key as an accessory? Is it something you just wave? You know, if you... There, there's, um, <laughs> there's a program I watched, a comedy, some time ago. Where this guy, he bought... Well, he didn't buy. He got a, a car, right? Or he saw, I can't remember how it happened. But he just happened to have the keys or the shirt or something that showed he was a driver of a Porsche. Are you following? He did not own the Porsche. He just was showing that he was a driver. So he was moving around with keys. The keys became an accessory or the clothing or something. It was just an accessory. He was moving around with it. Let me tell you something. If Pastor Von Guy had the keys to that place and she did not unlock it, the devil is not intimidated by you. The devil has no problem with you talking that I have the kingdom, I am a king and all of that, and you are not manifesting the kingdom. Unless we begin to manifest the kingdom, then we are just talking. Unless we become people that can get into a place and see things not right and say things are not supposed to be this way and because I am here and because I am here can somebody just get a little bit arrogant just a little you had only allowed now just a little bit to say you know because I'm here because I came in here it's not about me displaying the keys it is about what I'm about to unlock and what I'm about to lock is about what I'm about to disallow and what I'm allow, uh, about to allow. So listen to me. The devil is not intimidated one bit by us walking around and saying we are children of God. We are, we are powerful. We are wonderful. He needs to see it manifest. But here's the thing. He will do everything in his power to make sure you don't manifest the kingdom. Whether he uses intimidation, scare tactics. You know, I, I love these people here, huh? so if you don't mind. <laughs> scare tactics where he can say to you, she's better than you. She's not as anointed as you. When she sings, people are jumping. When you sing, they're sleeping. When you sing, they're like, when is this thing going to be over? And when she sings, they're like, don't stop now. And then he uses that against you and says, just sit down quietly. Don't express yourself. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Don't express yourself. Your gift is not relevant. What, what you are carrying is so insignificant that it will not make any change. It's a lie from the pit of hell. And if you receive that lie, you will never manifest the kingdom. Somebody said, a great man of God that I admire, 
he said that when the world is showing off what they have, nobody is angry. No, 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 no one, no one is angry. Are you following? When they build a new nightclub there that is big and beautiful, how many people will be angry? They say, oh, praise God. Oh, not praise God, but yeah. <laughs> people get excited. If there's a big, maybe, hospital that has been built, we celebrate it. When a big stadium has been built, we're like, yes! When huge hotels have been built that are, they've spent millions, billions even, people are shouting and saying, wow, we're making progress in South Africa. If a big hotel is built here in Alex, you say, Alex has come up. We're, we're developing. We, you see, we're exhibiting. We, the world allows people to exhibit what they have. But the day Pastor Alfred decides that I'm going to build a huge place, I'm going to acquire this big land, build a state-of-the-art sanctuary, people are going to say, couldn't you give that money to the poor? You see, they have a problem, the world has a problem allowing the church express itself. The world has a problem and unfortunately, unfortunately, even your brethren sometimes have a problem with you expressing the kingdom that you carry. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, sometimes even the very people that are supposed to be cheering you on are the same people that are saying be quiet. The kingdom that is not manifesting is of no use to anybody. Are you following me this morning? Are you following me? There is impact taking place in your life. There are changes. There is a shift. I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. There are people in this house that have never seen themselves, you know, beyond a certain level. You, you don't see yourself as, as significant. You don't see yourself as able to, to do great things. You don't see yourself as powerful enough. You, you, don't, you don't see yourself, uh, you know, you look at other people and you're thinking, I, I think God will rather use this one. But all he's saying to you, if you can just open up and invite me and I can saturate you, I can consume you, I can fill you to overflow. I will use you to great places, great heights that you have not imagined. He's the one that raises the poor and sets them with kings. What is it that will take you? You know, when kings begin to meet kings, you know, um, sometimes they say Nigerians are arrogant. You've heard that before. You've all heard that. What a testimony. Well, uh, you, you know why they say that? Because Nigerians don't fear anyone. They kind of feel, they, they know who they are. Or, we know who we are. We know who we are. So when we walk into a place, when other people are, are doing that, well, you would think we're the owners. Now, if, 
a, a, a Nigerian who, even the one who is not saved, can enter into a place and try to take over. Is it not in this same South Africa that Nigerians came and started hawking on the streets? Something that you didn't used to do before. Are, are you getting where I'm going? Something you didn't used to do before. They came in and they were like, oh, we want to hawk and we're going to hawk. We want to do this and we're going to do that. And I know there's some negative things, but I'm bringing out the positive. The fact that you come into a place and you're not afraid. Now, if people like that, even people who don't know the Lord, can carry just by virtue of the fact that they are Nigerians. You know, it's almost as if when you, you give birth, you're telling your child you're a Nigerian. <laughs> you are not afraid of anybody. No one can intimidate you. It's as if that's what we're saying to our children. Nobody can intimidate you. Anywhere you go, take over. When you get to a place, if they say one, tell them ten. Now, if someone naturally can be like that, what of you that carry the Spirit of God? What of you? So as I sit, as I stand this morning and I'm telling you, that you carry the kingdom, you are a king, and when you get into a place, there's a way you're supposed to enter. And yet, some people will be thinking, ah, it's for some. It's for you. Say it's for me. It's for me. I'm a king. When I walk into a place, things must change. When I walk into a place, what I carry must come through. We will pray. And you will pray. You will look at some situations that are stood in your life. It's a kingdom. Remember I said, let's deal with us. We will go out. Let's deal with us. When you look at some situations in your life, and when you look at, you know that, ah, there is a ruler here. He's been ruling. He's been in control. Then you say, it's today that I will show you. Pastor says, power past power. In other words, there is superior power. Today I will show you we're not on the same level amen so when you get into a place you need to declare the kingdom of heaven is here pastor sam once upon a time i didn't check the time i'll be done shortly once upon a time pastor sam went to a city some of those of you in midran you probably know the story he went to a city in nigeria he went for a, a program a conference like this one when he got there, the Lord showed him in a vision, an open vision, and he saw principalities, you know, powers, rulers, and he saw some group of demons gathered, and the ruler, the principality, he called them and said, just imagine you went, Pastor Sam went to Cape Town. Let me use a place, Cape Town. And the rulers of Cape Town, the ruler of Cape Town, plus all the small, small demons, he called them. He says, how did you allow this guy come to Cape Town? How come you were not able to stop him from coming to Cape Town? Has the enemy ever noticed that you came? Is your coming significant? He said, how come you allowed this guy to come? Listen, Pastor Alfred, 
He hadn't even started the program. He, he only arrived. And the enemy was trembling. Because I have a feeling when he got there, he said, the kingdom of heaven is here. And so some demons, some principalities, the rulers, the powers in that place knew that today we are going to be toppled. Today we are going to be subdued. And they called a meeting. Why? And those ones couldn't give a reasonable answer. So they had to call the demons and the powers from his village. From his village. And call them and summon them and says, Come. How did you allow this guy live, survive? How come you did not kill him when he was still a child? Could you not tell that there was something about him? Could you not tell that this guy was going to terrorize us? Couldn't you see his star? This is me adding. Couldn't you see something upon him? And the demons brought ropes and fetters and, and said, we tied him up when he was a baby. Are you, are you listening? He says, we tied him up. We tied him up. But he broke free. He broke free. And now they're crying that this man is here to terrorize them. Listen to me. If you did not die before today, then you are alive for something special. If he was not able to kill you while your mother was pushing you out, he can't just get you anyhow now. You need to come to the place where you say, I am alive for a reason. I am alive to bring in the kingdom. I'm alive to usher in the kingdom of heaven. I'm alive to topple every other kingdom, to subdue every other kingdom. Start with you. Start in your house. Amen. Start in your house. Start in what? Your house. Start in your marriage. Topple the things that are trying to topple your marriage. Start there. Bring in the kingdom. When you see the enemy establishing something that is not supposed to be there. Come in there and make an announcement. Where do you think you are going? no flight zone here you know when you're talking to witches you don't fly in this area we need to be able to rise up and topple amen we need to subdue powers we need to subdue to topple to topple the rule and the reign of every kingdom that is contrary you start with you and then we will go to the streets of and then we will go into the territories and we will say no more, no more. We will not sit here with the keys that we have. How can we shut up and not bind and loose? How can we have keys and not use our keys? I'm using my keys. I'm using my keys. Anything the enemy is trying to do in my family, I use my keys. I have the power to allow you and I have the power to disallow you. It is time for us to stop allowing him. Amen. It's time for us to rise up. Don't you want to pray for a minute? We'll end just now. Don't you want to lift up your voice? Don't you want, knowing the authority that you have, knowing the powers that you have,
You begin to pray right now. You topple every other kingdom. Because you you are here. Because you have come. You need to begin to announce and say the kingdom of heaven is here. You need to begin to announce. Make an announcement. Make a declaration. The kingdom of heaven is here. The kingdom of heaven is in our midst. The kingdom of heaven is here. You need to make that declaration. Come and speak in the name of Jesus. Malika tula brada yalabat. Shelika tanda yaladosh teria. Kezula brada yalabat sondorima sholabra. Kezika papapa. Sheketola branda yaladat. Melika tushkapa. Kezila na yalamasundo. Maketula branda yalabe shokaba. Come and arise this morning. Use your keys. Use your keys. Use your keys this morning. Bind and loose in the name of Jesus. Disallow every power that has been ruling and wrecking havoc in your life. Disallow it from wrecking that havoc anymore. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We will still pray. If there's anything I can pray for you is that the zeal of the Lord will consume you as I watch you that the zeal of the Lord will consume you because there is a certain aggression when Jesus went into the temple he was not plain are you following he was pastor grace says niceness is not a fruit of the spirits he was not there and saying but why are you selling doves in this place why are you desecrating this house? Why, why are you doing things you should not be doing? Huh? Why are you messing up? He, he did not have time for that. He took a whip and he began to flog. And he drove them all out. Picture how that place was scattered. Just because he wanted to make sure that he drove out the wrong kingdom. Listen to me. There is an aggression that needs to come upon you. There is a fire you need to start carrying. Where you begin to say, in the name of Jesus, every power and every spirit that has been reigning in this place, I drive you out. In the name of Jesus. You, you, you see, sometimes you look at people and they are praying and you think, you, the truth of the matter is, someone else is quiet, Pastor Alfred. And their problem is more than your own. Their challenge is by far bigger than your challenge. But when you say you have the key, you have the key to change your life, we still don't do anything about it. But the word has been delivered to you. The key has been delivered to you. Let let me tell you something. During the temptation, when Jesus went on that fast and he was being tempted, and Satan came to him and said to him, if you just bow down and worship all this, you see this kingdom look at the kingdoms, all of the kingdoms of the earth they are mine if you will bow down and worship me I will give it to you Jesus obviously did not go that route now, there are two ways really, you either bow to the enemy or you get the kingdom by conquest hallelujah But you see, our problem, and that is what happens to children of God. I am speaking to you clearly this morning. 
what happens to us as children of God is that we do not want to battle we do not want to rise up we don't want to use our keys we don't want to fight we don't want to say no Satan then instead what do we do we go to places where we can bow where we can quickly bow so that we will get what we are looking for we do not know that we are entering into bondage are you, are you listening to me if you are here this morning and you think that the easier route for you is to just go and bow satan says just bow i will give you i will give you just bow if you can just bow you will get it what is it you are looking for just bow your bowing can be in different ways who knows how he has tempted you to bow and you have bowed but if you rise up today and say i will not bow i will defeat you because the truth of the matter is the keys have already been given to me i'm already victorious i just need to use my keys can somebody say i am using my keys this morning i am using my keys this morning now begin to bind in the name of jesus and loose that which needs to be loosed in the name of jesus I'm using my keys this morning. I bind every power, every spirit that has been at work, that has been wrecking havoc, wrecking havoc in my home, wrecking havoc in the church, wrecking havoc in my community. I bind you in the name of Jesus. You powers that have been wrecking havoc in my body, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I disallow you from moving. I disallow you from having your way further. I say no more can you move. No more can you have your way. I dethrone you. Every throne that is not of God uh, that has been established in my life, uh, that has been the enemy has been operating through uh, in the name of Jesus. I dethrone every power. I dethrone every spirit. I dethrone every ruler in the name of Jesus. I speak right now as a king in the kingdom and I speak and I say the kingdom of heaven is here. The kingdom of heaven is here. I usher in the kingdom. I usher in the kingdom. I usher in the kingdom into my home. I usher in the kingdom. I usher in the kingdom into this church. I usher in the kingdom into my body in the name of Jesus. 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 Every demonic spirit. Kali Atushkapa. Surely the kingdom, when demons begin to flee, the kingdom has appeared. By the finger of God, the kingdom has appeared. When demons begin to run, the Bible says the stranger shall be driven out of his hiding place. When strangers begin to run out of their hiding place, the kingdom has come. But when strangers are comfortable, it's because there is no manifestation of the kingdom. So right now in the name of Jesus, you want to begin to command every stranger, every demonic power, every strange spirit to be driven out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yesterday we dedicated this place. When I was leaving this morning or before Pastor left, Pastor said, When you get there, 
can you do something for me? He says, a favor for him. He says, when you get there, can you make sure that every, because there were people here before, whatever else was here, that every connection from whoever was here before is severed. That we break whatever spirits, whatever has been ruling and reigning in this place. You know, if you don't take charge of certain atmospheres, atmosphere is important. It's important. If you don't take care of it, then when you come into a place, you come under the atmosphere. And so I, sometimes you come into a place and you, can, you are not feeling any spirit. You enter your own spirit. You make a plan and get into the spirit. Are you following? Because atmosphere is important. And so he says, make sure you dislodge every other, every ruler, every spirit, everything that has been set in this place. I don't care how set it has been in the foundation. We uproot it in the name of Can you lift up your voice right now in the name of God? Dismantle every setup. Dismantle every satanic setup in this place in the name of Jesus. Every connection in the name of Jesus. We break the powers of the enemy in this place in the name of Jesus. Malima Shekikatulama Senteria Kredushkepe Maishkapa. We dethrone every other spirit that has been at work in this place, that has been ruling, that has been reigning in the name of Jesus. We overthrow you now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We clear this place. We say this is a pathway for angels to ascend and descend in the name of Jesus. This is a place for angelic visitations, angelic ministrations in the name of Jesus. We come against every power in the name of Jesus that has been working and wrecking havoc. Even the ones that are subtle, even the ones that are quiet, even the ones that are simmering waiting for a time to explode waiting for a time to show themselves right now we prepare war and we take it right there to you and we scatter in the name of jesus every such planting every root of the enemy in the space we uproot you and we scatter you in the name of jesus thank you jesus thank you lord One last thing. Remember the suicide bombers? The people who go to a place with a mission, with an agenda. What's the agenda? To explode and affect other people. Today, you want to say, Lord, give me that kind of heart, that kind of passion. Give me, I, I want to have such a drive that when I get up in the morning, I strap myself up. Hallelujah. When I wake up, I strap myself up. And I say, as I go into this place this morning, cause me to explode in this place. Are you following me this morning? Are you here this morning? So I want you to begin to pray now. Begin to strap yourself up. Begin to come to the place where you are saying, as I get into a place, wherever I go, and let this not be a once-off prayer. Every time you're going into a place, say, Lord, as I go in there, cause me to explode. Cause the things that I'm carrying to come out in the name of Jesus. Cause lives to be affected. Let lives be affected. Let lives be affected. Let lives be touched as a result of me coming into this place. In the name of Jesus. 
Reketula brada yalaba sundoria. Kezula baba 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 baba. Mashuka baba baba. Lord God, we will explode wherever. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Church Alexander. For other life changing messages and more information, call our offices on 073 719 or log on to www.everynationalex.org.